Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 74 of Fresh Monday's podcast with your hosts Diana and Marley. Hi guys, happy Monday. <laughs> yes, happy Monday. Welcome to a new fresh week um, filled with new opportunities, uh, new adventures, and happy thoughts. Thank you so much, Taylor, for being on our past episode. We appreciate you in a workout. Make sure to check her out. That's episode number 73. It's very important to do self-care and make sure to follow and support and listen to that episode. Excited about this episode. We are kind of tech junkies ourselves, I think, also. Um, and so we like new and upcoming creatives, techie, I don't know how to say the word, just new technological advances and, and changes that are happening and new platforms. Those are always super exciting for us. So new discoveries, I think is really how to say it, that we Absolutely. really enjoy. And now that we are living in a, in a digital world, um, we just have to truly um, find ourselves learning and, and growing with it and knowing that there's different ways to do the same old tricks that you may have thought you've perfected in the past. So it's really interesting to have a person who is uh, an enthusiast and a professional in the world of developing websites. Yes. So our next upcoming guest has created a platform where you can create your own website on. It's called Universe. Um, and we're excited to learn more about this because maybe you can find our Fresh Mondays podcast page on there pretty soon. I think that might be a great direction to go to. So without further ado for episode 74, please welcome Joe Cohen, the creative universe. Monday's podcasters, please join us in welcoming Joe Cohen to the show, the creator and founder of Universe. Joe, how are you? I am wonderful. Can you please introduce yourself, give us a little bit of your background and explain to the listeners what Universe is? Totally. Uh, so hi, everyone. My name is Joe. Uh, I live in Brooklyn. I'm the founder of a company called Universe. We make an app that lets anybody create a website from their phone. And we've designed a new way of building websites that's far easier than you know, any of the template-driven ones, but it's also far more creative and open-ended. So whether you're a small business or a blogger or an artist, if you want to create your home on the internet, we have the best set of tools most easy to use, elegant and open-ended set of tools. And you can do it straight from your phone. You don't need to know any code. Um, and about a half a million people have done that. They've created amazing sites. Uh, we're a 10-person company. We're distributed. So this is my home. But we've got folks all over the country. Um, and uh, we're growing really fast. And the coolest part about what we do is we get to see all the amazing things that people do with our product and all the amazing things that they're doing with their careers and their startup businesses and their ideas. And it's just, it's an incredibly inspiring sort of position to be in. That's really awesome. I think what stood out the most um, was when you stated that you could do this from your cell phone. Um, I think that's major key. Um, nowadays, it's, it's kind of like a task to get on a desktop, you know? And I know that sounds super like lazy, but it's just like you think, oh my God, now I got to get on this desktop. Where's the mouse? I have a laptop. So it kind of becomes a little bit um, of a turnoff when you have to develop something from your desktop. However, I've never heard of being able to create a full functioning website from your cell phone. How is that? Well, we're the first ones to do it. Uh, and 
it was a very counterintuitive idea when we first started about two years ago. People were like, why, how, how is that possible? Like, you know, and, and the people in the tech world were like, why would you want to make a, a, a site from your phone? But what we realized is that like, for more and more of us, like our phone is our computer and it's the place we want to do everything. Um, and so it turns out that actually, you know, it's a really hard design problem to fit all that functionality on a tiny screen, but it's a really good constraint because it makes you distill down your thinking as the designer so that you get rid of all the stuff that doesn't need to be there. And it simplifies the task. So our interface is really easy. It's, it's, and it's really easy because we started with the phone. Meaning if we had started with working on a desktop product and then ported it to the phone, we'd have to find a place for everything. And it would get really complex really quick. But because we started with the phone, it forced our thinking to be at its sort of simplest. And then we can go from there. Um, so I'd say like, we started doing this, we launched this product about two years ago, two and a half years ago, but I've been thinking about designing tools, uh, creative tools on mobile phones for about six years. Um, and so it's become a personal obsession of mine. And my, my belief is that uh, while it is a challenge to do, because you're touching your phone, it's actually a much more natural way of, of, of expressing ourselves. And so you can make much better tools than exist in previous environments. So with a right. mouse and keyboard. Cause you're kind of getting the user experience while you're creating it at the okay. same time. Right. I mean, think about it. Like the, the tools, when we think about tools, like historically, the forms that come to mind are like things like a hammer or like, you know, like some, some kind of tool like that. But also if you think about a creative tool, the most sort of prolific are musical instruments. Right? So we think of like a guitar, we think of a piano, right? How do you interact with those? Well, you're touching them, right? You're, you're physically manipulating them. And, you know, playing uh, an instrument is a very sort of intellectual process, but it's also a very like emotional and flow-based experience. Whereas like when you're typing away on a keyboard and like that's sort of like we figured out how to get into that mode, but it's not an organic process. Like it's no, it doesn't feel anything like playing the guitar. And so... With the phone, though, because you're holding it in your hand and you're touching it, it can feel much more like an instrument than a typical computer. That's a that's a beautifully put kind of thought because I never thought about that how, because I'm a person who's very much into touch kind of textures and feels and things like that. So that's a great translation of the thought of it because it does take a moment to really get settled in on the computer to kind of yeah. feel like when you're starting writing, you have to feel what you're writing. It takes a while to kind of yeah. get into that. So absolutely love it. And it's a great starter knowing that anyways, every platform, every uh, website that you go on has to be mobile friendly at the end of the day. And that's the hardest part sometimes when developing a website is right. making sure that translates to that mobile friendly because that's where your consumers are maybe 75% of the time for- Yeah, I mean, 80, yeah, like 80% of our traffic comes from a phone. Yeah. 80% of the web is consumed on a phone, but pretty much none of it is created on a phone. That's obviously going to change. Like if that's where all the action's happening, that's where it's going to be created. And you're not going to really know what the experience of your viewer is like unless you're creating it on the device that they're consuming it on. Yeah, so that was like a core part of our, our idea. Absolutely makes, makes sense. Super sense, right? Like super sense. Like it, well, yeah. I think oh, about I think about my work experience of working on websites and 
translating all this information and telling people blah 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 and having to go back to the web developer constantly because the issues that i had on the mobile phone for the consumer so i just to me right now my head just exploded because i was like why the hell has this not been thought about before right. all that drama could have been saved in those three-hour meetings if we would have just yeah, been building it on the phone part of the challenge is that the people who build websites historically programmers they're computer people I'm a computer person, meaning we grew up with a keyboard and a mouse. Like, right. that's how our brains work. And that's really rigid. That's the, you know, our, we get locked into that framework. And so when we see something like a phone, like, we don't think of this as something that you can do work on in the same way. But you absolutely could. It's just you need to do it and you have to think differently about it. Right. And I think that one thing I've experienced in the past um, from creating websites for other, you know, for other businesses or when you're venturing off into something new and you hear of things like having to use HTML and having to know how to code, that that becomes intimidating and scary when that's not your lane. You know what I mean? And it's like now you're kind of like, oh, you know, what does this all really mean? Like, is my website not going to be as good as a person that knows how to create an HTML and do, you know, coding? So like this, in a sense, is kind of giving everyone the confidence, in my opinion, that you can also get a high-level website. Totally. And, you know, you just said it. Like, one of the reasons I started the company was because I realized that, like, the internet went from a thing that um, was for, like, basically technologists to a thing that is for everybody and that everybody is, is represented on. Like if you're a pizza shop, you need to have a website. If you're an artist, you need to have a website. If you're a craftsperson, you, you need to have a place on the internet. And those skills have nothing to do with computers. In other words, you're good at things that are the full diversity of humanity, right? Like, and so you shouldn't have to code to participate. You shouldn't have to change how your brain works and learn some esoteric skill just to be on the internet. Um, right. And so, you know, um, but when you use stuff like HTML, it's very much designed for that specialist. It's very much designed for someone who is a practitioner of that environment. So the whole idea here was to create an interface that wasn't code, but gave you the same kind of flexibility and open-endedness that you do get with code, even though you're never touching it. Um, and so that's, that's very much it. Like everybody should be able to build the internet, even if they have no idea what HTML even means. Right. Yeah. What was your kind of breaking point or like your aha moment or like what made you kind of, what pushed you to create this or develop something like that? Yeah, well it started, um, so a little bit on me, I am, I'm an entrepreneur. I start. it's my second tech company, but I am not, uh, I'm not a programmer. It's not how my brain works. I can do it. Um, I, I sort of understand how it works, but it's not how I thrive. That's not my gift, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think you know, coding is a very particular kind of thinking that's very abstract, it's very logical, and it's, it's indirect. Like you're thinking in abstractions, um, which a very small minority of people happen to love it. It like, really yeah. works for them. But for most folks, it's just not how our brains work. Right. We interact with things directly. We're you know, writing something. We're you know, shaping something. We're sculpting it. Like We want to interact with the thing directly. And I've never felt like as someone who's been in a technology world and building on the internet for a long time, my whole life, 
I've never felt like there was a tool designed for me and for people who think the way that I do, which is much more directly. Like the tools that exist for folks who are not technical are often like, they're like, they're toys. Like they don't, they, they, you're locked into a template. You can't really do something cool with it. Like, you know, you, you can't break the template, so to speak. And, and I wanted to make something that gave us the flexibility of code, but was much a much more direct interface for doing it. Um, so that was always in the back of my mind. And then, you know, when mobile phones started to proliferate, um, I saw that, like, for the first time, we actually had ubiquitous universal computing. Everybody had a computer in their pocket. Like, I realized that these phones weren't phones. They were, they were supercomputers. And everyone was now always plugged in, always on the internet. Um, but that that was primarily a consumptive experience. Like, they were just sort of you know, like they were getting stuff from the internet, but they weren't contributing to it. And I realized that that was actually not a limitation of, of the, the hardware, but was a limitation of the software that existed, the tools that were made for this platform. And so, um, you know, I discovered a product that was made in the 80s by Apple called HyperCard, which was sort of like this idea, but 30 years ago on the first desktop computers. I was like, man, if we could do this for a phone, that would be incredible. And so I couldn't get this bug out of my head. Finally, uh, just took the plunge because I realized like I couldn't not do this. Like I had several, I was in between things and had several other businesses I was excited about, but this was the one that felt like if I didn't do it, it probably wouldn't be done the way I wanted it to be done. Um, and so I just, I felt like I couldn't not do it. Okay. So let me ask you this, um, since you're saying that this is a platform that has helped half a million people already and that pretty much anyone who needs a website can use your, your services, which is pretty awesome. Um, here's a question um, for myself. Um, I, I plan events in Miami and sometimes you just want like a landing page for people to be aware of the event, get all the details they need and you know, kind of bypass all these other event platforms that charge you an absorbent fee you know, for just getting ticketing or getting sales, things like that. Could a person who hosts events take advantage of this and still do the ticketing process and all that stuff via your web building base that you do on the phone? Yeah, we have tons of events. Um, friend of mine just used it for a wedding, uh, but a lot of people make sites, you know, a website could be very small. It doesn't have to be a whole big thing. So like I recently made one for just a job listing. Um, it's a single page site, it's just a job post uh, for this one thing. You can make a site for you know, a side project. You can make a site for a lemonade stand. Uh, any idea, like it doesn't cost anything. Like we have a free version of the product and paid version. And the free version you can do anything with. Uh, and so like, yeah, absolutely. Events are a major use case. My mom's actually a uh, event planner. And uh, so she plans like weddings and all sorts of parties. And early on, she was one of our first users. Uh, she made one for one of her parties. And it's just a very natural use case. But like you're hitting on something that like we really care about, which is like people in their head have the sense of a website and what it could be. And we often have this like inflated sense of it. We think it's like this big thing. But actually, a website can be as small as you want it to be or as big as you want it to be. Yeah. I love the idea of like if you're on the run and I'm like I need to make this quick little quick page and you can make it on your phone to me just like the accessibility of that 
is fascinating. Yeah, I mean, you have an idea for an event with your friends and you're out at a bar or something, like the next thing you know, it's real because you made a site for it. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, we could, throwing this event. I love that. Like that's to, to me is fascinating because yeah. it's true. It's just in our hand already. You can make it happen in moments. So why not? Go ahead, Diana, you had a question. No, I was going to say, um, is there like a customer service element to it as well? Like, do you get to speak to someone live or is everything like a web chat if you need help? Or you're stuck with the, with the app yeah yeah so we have uh we have a full-on customer service experience in the app you can go it's like you, you can chat directly from the app but if you need to get on a call or we'd love to do that and if you sign up for the pro service uh which is our premium offering it's paid we will set up a consultation with you a video call where we'll talk through like what you want to do with your site help you think it through help you understand how the whole full tool works. So absolutely. And we take that very seriously because uh, we know how important that is, you know, when you're getting things going. Yeah. Cause sometimes when you outsource and yeah. you're a small business owner and you're kind of just trying to make things happen, a lot of that outsourcing is from Asia. You know, right. it's like a, a, a time zone that's crazy yeah. and they are doing like a hundred other things at the same time. So you pretty much are getting what you pay for. Yeah. Because it might be a low price point, but your your communication is all the way lost. Yep. Um, because number one, they're not 100% familiar with our culture. So some things kind of get lost in translation. And also, you know, yes, you're paying maybe 50% yeah. less than you would pay a developer here, but you're losing so much of the quality and it takes so much time. So it's like, I think it's important to know that you are speaking to someone that is also here in the United States and also understands what it is that you're trying to put out there because you're part of the same pool that we're all part of. Totally. Yeah. And we customer support, like we take it very, very seriously for the first year. I actually was doing all of our customer support. Mm -hmm. um, and that was such an amazing experience because I was able to help our customers, but I was also able to learn about them and what they want and what features they needed. And so that was feeding directly into our product development cycle. Um, and now we have a woman named Jess who runs support and she is just spectacular. She, she's so passionate about like community and helping people and like that's her mission. Um, and you know, so what's cool about it is that people come to her, they're doing you know, all kinds of stuff and she's there to like help them bring that into reality. Um, and we actually just recently brought on a woman named Gina who's helping us she actually worked at Apple for a while um, and designed a lot of the support experiences there. So we really are investing in this. Um, you know, we think of it almost like the thing that inspires us on the support side is like uh, we think about hospitality and, you know, who does the best job with hospitality? Well, it's like the finest restaurants and hotels and they sort of obsess over the experience, every interaction, um, every word that, you know, said like that's sort of our role model. And so like, how do we deliver an experience that, you know, a lot of times when people reach out to support, they have a problem and that sucks. And like, you know, we should make it better and not just like solve it, but like, if we can make that interaction feel great, you came in in a bad mood and you're leaving like feeling awesome. And that's like a win. Turned it around, right? Turned it around. Yeah. Cause the last thing you want to do is end up in frustration yeah. every single time. I've had those experiences like credit card companies or anything. You just end up in frustration and you didn't get anything solved nothing has changed and then you're stuck with the same whatever it is at the same time totally. you're just 
stuck using this because you can't figure a way out of it. Exactly. <laughs> With um, what does the future look like for Universe? What is the continuation of like moving forward yeah. um, for the platform? Um, and how does one register if you want to share also that information? Yeah, totally. So we are, um, unlike most other apps, we, we update the app like every week and we are making it better every single week. We're adding features, we're clarifying things, we're making it easier to use. So we're just, we, the way that we work, uh, we call it Kaizen, which in Japanese means continuous improvement. So we're constantly iterating, we're constantly learning from our customers, from what they're doing, how can we improve? How can we make it better? And so we're just, we're week on week improving it. Um, and then we've got some big things in the works, like for example, you know, allowing you right now, if you have a Shopify, if you use Shopify, you can pull in your products and build out your storefront. But you know, we're interested in how do we provide other ways of making money and things like that, that are all coming down the road. One of the exciting things is that the thing we have in common with our customers is that we're all upstarts. We're all trying to make something from nothing, whether they're a small business or a photographer, trying to create something where nothing existed. And we get to grow together, right? Like as our customers are growing, as their needs are growing, we're growing as a company. And so that's a really, that's just a really nice symmetry uh, that, that is, is really how our trajectory will unfold. Now for folks who want to check it out, Go to the App Store on your iPhone or iPad. So we're only on iOS right now. But if you go, if you have an iOS device, you type in Universe, it'll show up as the first result. And from there, you can get started. We, we throw you right into building a site. It takes less than a minute. You can start with a template, but you can go do your own thing from there. And that's it. And you go gradual. And, and we have a bunch of guides in the app that, um, that show you how it works. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, um, what advice would you give a person who, who wants to get a website done that's eye-catching? Like, what are some of the rookie mistakes that, that people make? Well, I think, um, I think so to make something eye-catching, one of the really compelling ingredients is motion and color. So, like, um, whether it's a video or a GIF, we have a way of adding GIFs to your site, or... Uh, you know, uh, a looping sort of animation, adding motion makes the whole thing come alive. So that's one big thing. Uh, the other thing is just when you think about making it look professional, we have some themes that do it all for you. But if you want to go out on your own, the key thing to keep in mind, most important thing that's often overlooked is typography. Specifically, um, the fonts that you choose should be, you should, shouldn't use that many different fonts. So you should use like one or two or three max fonts on your page. Um, and you should restrict the number of sizes that you use for those fonts. So you might have like one headline style and then one you know, body style, but you shouldn't really have that many different ones. So you want consistency like with typography and that will make it feel professional. Um, whereas if like everyone, if you have one thing that's 17 points and one thing that's 15 point font, it starts to just feel like incohesive. Um, so that's one of the big tips if you're going to go venture off on your own. But the truth is that like, if you just want to make it look good, you can start with one of our themes and it does all that for you. So you don't have to think about it. Definitely a thought that we might have to put our uh, Fresh Mondays website on there. That's definitely one thing that like, I mean, for me, we have one, but I haven't logged onto it. But so the fact that it'll be on my phone, I'd be like, oh, I can update this every day. 
if I need to. Exactly. That's what happens. People make their site and they don't, yeah, they don't, um, they don't update them because it's a hassle. Yeah. So, but when it's on your phone, it's like, actually, it's fun. And we've designed it so that like, it really feels, it really feels like fun. And so what we see is that people update their sites way more frequently. We actually have a lot of podcasters, by the way, who use Universe. Um, and uh, it's a great, it's a great format for, for podcasters. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the route we might need to go to because I, yeah. I, you look at our website from maybe two a year ago. It's still the same pictures from that first time. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you just don't want to log on. It's just that nowadays everybody's just so much more consumed with things that are that are more now and like social media and stuff. Like you have to when you are running your own ship, you have to put a lot of energy into those type of things because that's what keeps people up to date. So it's like you kind of allow the website to kind of take a back seat. But like you mentioned, if it's in my hand and I have this device with me everywhere I go, you know, while I'm having my downtime, waiting at a bus stop, taking a train, whatever, I can work on what I'm doing because it's right in my hand, just like I'm replying to emails. You know what I mean? It's just like, it makes life so much easier. Exactly, exactly. Well, I'm excited for the future of Universe. And I love the name, too. What, where did the name come from? What made you come up with that name? Um, so, a few things. One is that uh, I'm a space geek. And, okay. Um, you know, I just, to me, what excites me about space is the imagination, right? Like, none of us have been to space, but it exists in our minds as this frontier of possibility. And that's just inspiring. It's a feeling. And so completely outside of what it means, it just evokes the right feelings. Gotcha. Um, but secondly, you know, I think of the internet as like a place. It's, it's not a physical place, but it's a place. And we spend time in that place and there's architecture and there are, you know, cities within it. And I thought, what's the biggest place I could think of? Well, it's the universe. So like, let's call it that. I call the internet a place too. Because I feel yeah. like you sometimes you could like get out of that and like take yourself out of the internet and you're in a yeah. whole different, a whole <laughs> different world. Like you say, like you're just right. in a whole different. And I was telling Diana recently, there are so many communities you feel so left out of when you're not, when you're in the internet. And then when you're out of it, you're just like, oh, there's two right. different worlds. And it's also kind of like some people have an online life and some people right. have a real life life. So it's like the character that you are online sometimes is completely different than the character that you really are. So it's like, it is another world. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, at least universe is an inclusive word. Exactly. I really like, because that means anyone on this planet could take advantage of it. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, without getting too hippy dippy, like, you know, there, there is, um, both of these things are true. We, humanity is simultaneously extremely diverse and increasingly diverse you know not just in like who we are or where we come from but like in what we're interested in and what we think about and what our ideas are like the the one constant of life like whether it's animal life human life is diversity like it continues as life flourishes it gets more and more diverse it's a universal truth about life um, at the same time another universal truth is the oneness of life we're all part of this thing called life together Right. And so we all exist as part of this thing. So this sort of combination of diversity and oneness, which seem a little bit at odds, because like diversity is about, you know, 
many things and oneness is about cohesion, they're actually one and the same, right? Like the oneness comes from the diversity. And so like, to me, that's at its best what the internet should be about. Like, I think we're in a time right now where there's a lot of contention and a lot of you know, sort of conflict in the world and online, and sometimes it feels pretty bad. That's not, that's not necessary. That's not, it's not hopeless and it's not inevitable. Like we can have extreme diversity and, and sort of a macro cohesiveness, a oneness. Um, and that's the future I wanna you know, try and help um, build. And I think you're on that path. Beautifully said. You can get hippy dippy with us anytime. <laughs> we'll take it all. We're all about the vibes. <laughs> We're all about the vibes here. So we right. definitely appreciate that on Fresh Mondays. But I, I definitely see your vision and I understand where you're going with and you're developing that and you're creating something that definitely is putting that cohesion and then still being your individual self and still providing that diversity within you. Exactly. Absolutely love it. Yeah, well, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> I'm excited for the growth of Universe 100% um, and hope that our listeners definitely sign on and get involved in being a part of Universe. Cool. Thanks, Marley. <laughs> um, very last, before you go, just give us um, the final details of how to sign up, how to get in contact with you if someone yep. wanted to or to Universe. Um, yeah. And if there are any other things that need to be said about it. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, look, no, the way to get started is super easy. Just go to the app store and search for Universe. Uh, our website is onuniverse.com. And that site was obviously built with our platform. If you want to see some of the sites that were created with Universe, go to explore.onuniverse.com. We have a, an awesome new gallery, and we're constantly updating that. Um, and so we're featuring the most interesting sites that we come across. So folks who sign up can get featured if they want. Um, and, uh, they, people can reach out to us at hello at onuniverse.com. Uh, we're here to help. We've got people ready to go. Should there be any questions? You can also reach out to me, uh, Joe at onuniverse.com. Anybody has any specific things for me, love talking to our customers, love talking to, to, to folks who are interested in general. Very awesome. Well, we wish you the best of luck. We believe that you are going to reach huge levels of success because your idea makes sense. And I think that that's one of the key formulas of having a successful business. It has to make sense. And you are also providing um, a solution to a problem and to a need, which is another very big factor when creating a successful business. So we, we are very excited to see the future of you and maybe seeing you on, on one of these cheddar specials or newsly or one of these and everybody's going to be like, this is the new thing that everybody needs to get universes where to go. So it's pretty exciting. And, uh, and thank you. Uh, shout out to Brooklyn. You guys have a lot of creatives out there. So yes, <laughs> very cool. Definitely. Hey, thanks so much for having me folks. Really, really appreciate it. Thank awesome. you. Thank you for coming. You're welcome back it. anytime. Thank you. Yes. You're part of our fresh Mondays family now. Great. Bye Joe. Thank you. Bye. That was an interesting conversation. I really enjoyed Joe. I like this energy and I like, uh, what he was talking about. You know how when a person, everything they're saying makes sense. You're like, you know what? This makes sense. That is 100. You ever watch Shark Tank and be like, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. This was one of those moments because everything is on this damn phone. Yeah. And he said, well, why aren't you just building your website on this phone? I'm telling you, I've wasted hours in meetings or emailing or contacting people constantly fix the website. It looks like this. This is wrong. Blah, blah, blah. You know, the error codes are coming up. 
and all of that can be done in the palm of your hand. The whole and time. I can't stand when um, companies are still archaic and they don't have a mobile version to their website. I'm done. As soon as I see that desktop format on the phone, I'm like, I'm actually done with this website. So we're exiting left <laughs> out of here. So shout outs to Joe and the work that he's putting in, being creative, being thoughtful, mindful. Um, and I love the words that he was saying about diversity, cohesion, and it's true. Um, very well said, cool guy. And definitely look out for our page on there. I think it's worth it. I'm, I think it is too. I think we may have found the home. We found our home in universe, mm -hmm. in the universe. Look at that. We, wow, we can make so many puns with that. By the way, I forgot I to tell Joe, we can kill jokes all day on the word universe. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Really awesome. So before we leave this universe that is the internet, um, we have our recommendations of the week. Recommendations of the week. Okay, I'm going to start with my recommendation for this week, and I'm going to keep it on the hippy-dippy vibe. Um, as Joe mentioned, um, I want to say something that I'm working on personally, I'm not an expert yet, but I think that we should all start practicing mindfulness and maybe educating yourself on mindfulness. Um, whether it's just reading a book or, or coming to terms with why you do certain actions, it's really important. Like for example, if you realize that every time you have a rough day at work, you have to have a drink. You have to be aware of that behavior and understand that that's your coping mechanism and understanding the mindfulness behind that action. Of course, there's deeper levels of this and a lot of other things, but I think that this is something that I'm personally working on. And I think that it's, like I said, I'm definitely not an expert, but I do believe that it does help. And just having a very clear relationship with yourself and your behaviors. And sure. you know, maybe putting something into, into an action and reading a little bit more about it. You know, A lot of these quotes you see floating online are really coming from a place of mindfulness. So that would be my recommendation is just kind of expanding that a little bit about yourself, understanding your behavior and doing a little bit of research on how to correct harmful things that you may be doing to yourself. I love that. And that goes with um, the inner workout that we had last week. Right. Right. So it's, it's a part portion of it. It's a piece right. of it, but beautifully said. Um, and being mindfulness also, it's like, don't be rude out in the street also to others. Like be mindful of how you interact with others right. in conversations. So mm -hmm. Just because you're a tech person and you like that label of not going through social restraints and all this stuff and you're not the social person, doesn't give an excuse for you to be mean and rude. Very true. Mm -hmm. Very true. Um, this week's recommendation for me is just try something new. Um, I'm... I've met a couple people who have not tried certain things, whether it be outside of their comfort zone for trying Thai food, Vietnamese food, um, just anything outside of that comfort zone. Try to step out of your comfort zone, maybe once a month, um, once a week. I experienced uh, whale watching. Never was going to sign up for whale watching. Sounds fantastic, seeing a whale at, at SeaWorld, but to see a whale... <laughs> 
out in nature, you know, in its natural habitat was an amazing experience. Um, and so that is something new. And so I like that I'm experiencing those things, like something outside of my comfort zone. Being on a boat is outside of my comfort zone. I get seasick, but I enjoyed the experience overall. So right. my recommendation for some everyone is try every month, every other month, as often as you can, to try something new, some, some, something outside of your comfort zone. Right. Break, break the monotony. Yes, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've, I've noticed recently a lot of people live in bubbles and are afraid to step out of that bubble. That's a fact. So you have to kind of experience life and get outside of the bubble that you're in. Because if not, you'll be stuck in the bubble for a very, very long time. And you'll miss right. out on some great things. Well, right. this was a fantastic episode. I feel so excited for what technology has to offer, what is going to come next, what the future looks like, and what creatives have going on. Right. So if you're another creative, another techie uh, developer, something in the works, feel free to reach out to us at Fresh Mondays Podcasts at gmail.com and also on Instagram at Fresh Mondays Podcasts. You can find me at Love Marley, L-U-V-M-A-R-L-E-Y underscore on Instagram and all platforms. You can find Diana. You can find me on Instagram at I am Diana C underscore and uh, you can also podcast at Gmail. And if you guys have some ideas because you guys are in the tech space and you're like, hey, you know what? I can really elevate Fresh Monday's podcast. Give me a chance to show you guys what I can do for you guys because this is what I do and I want to get my foot out there. Feel free to let us know. We'll be more than happy to let us be your guinea pigs and, and see what you can do to elevate the podcast um, because we love speaking to creatives. We love speaking to creatives that are experts in their realm mm -hmm. and expose us to things and educate us on something that we're not necessarily experts on so it's really cool um thank you so much for everyone who has supported us throughout our journey make sure to post repost tag and follow us thank you for all the new followers and all the new downloads and all the new yes, listeners welcome Guys, thank you we appreciate it we are looking at our numbers and we are going up and we appreciate it thank you it's so much. popping out here guys <laughs> thank you again and have a great monday